When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Forget about that. People listen on the podcast. Listen to the podcast in the overnight or in the middle of the afternoon. I'm like, yeah. Sorry about all the times I hand out. Or when, the the old news. Yeah, yeah. Or when they're a couple weeks behind, too, and oh, they're like bringing that. up a story, and I'm like, I, dude, I don't even remember talking yeah, about Yeah, and that's a thing, podcasters, and we're speaking into the future, which is strange. But to, hey, look, if you're two weeks behind, don't email me. Some guy emailed this morning about something I said 10 years ago, and it wasn't mad. It was funny. Uh, his name's Ryan. I think I know Ryan. But he says, I got to get something off my chest. It's been bothering me for months ever since I heard you say it. And before I state what I want to say, I want to start by saying I'm pretty sure you're going to disregard what I'm going to say and claim you never said it. But I know for a fact you said it because I've been thinking about it and troubled by it for months. I did say this because I read this in an article once. Uh, Back to the point. Once you said you were told by, I read it, told by somebody in your Jeep community that Jeeps have so much torque that if it weren't for gravity, they could drive up a 90 degree angle. They can carry their, right, straight up a wall. I'd like to say that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, considering there's no gravity. If there was no gravity, uh, anything could accomplish that. If you read a book or watch a video on the basics of physics, you'll understand it's the dumbest thing ever. I would like to think you were just saying it as a joke, but deep down in my soul, I know you were serious when you said it. And I take great pride in that, and I'll never forgive you for this. I'll never forgive you for the endless days that I've spent thinking about this stupid statement. I will remain a loyal listener and a fan, though. Have a good one, Ryan. And he's right. Without gravity, everything floats up and does that. But the basic point was... You got a little loosey-goosey with science. Right, and I'm very loosey-goosey with science. I have no clue what that's about, which is why I spray aerosol into the sky every morning to try to warm things up for people. I I think warm weather is better than cold weather, so I'm all for global warming. I don't understand how it works. I just know that a can of Aquanet a day isn't helping, and that's my goal. Yes, but basically I'd read something that they're balanced and torqued to a point where the only thing keeping them from driving straight up aside would be 
that gravity would pull it back down. I understand that. If there was no gravity, we'll be floating around doing 90-degree flips and everything else. So, sorry, Ryan, but I'll never be forgiven. But I said that years ago. And then so you start getting these emails and stuff from people like, I listened to the podcast. Uh, three weeks ago, you said blah, 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 and that's been proven wrong since. Well, sure, three weeks ago, we didn't know. It's hindsight podcasting. So if you are a podcast person, the only emails we'll accept from you are praise. <laughs> that's it. Otherwise, shut your mouth. Because God knows what we said three weeks ago. It could have been crazy wrong with new revelations or just crazy wrong because we're idiots. Stop yeah, yeah, taking yeah. It's- I hammered a word. Yeah. Right. I understand. <laughs> Stop taking this so seriously. And by the by, if Brady hammers a word three weeks ago, and we're going to get him for that, you don't need to pile on three <laughs> Already weeks happened. later. Yes. We got it. Let bye-byes be bye-byes. Exactly. Uh, so anyway, this is pretty good. So Brady handed me this morning. I started to read it. It's very funny. 30,000 people were polled in a thing. It's kind of a would-you-rather deal. Like, uh, they give you options. And this is something that if I asked you, Brady, or you, Brett, privately, our answers would be obvious. But right. in a poll... Everybody tries to give the, well, I don't want you to think poorly of me answer, which means polls are garbage. What group do I want to be in? Right. I don't want this pollster, who I don't know, to think that I'm shallow or off. So here's the first question. Answer this honestly, Brett. Would you rather win the lottery and lose every friend you've had and they can't come back or lose all of your money, be dead broke, and find your soulmate and live in love? For the rest of your days. I'll take the lottery. Everybody takes a lot. Damn right. Brady? I'm I'll leaning towards the lottery, You would Jim. go money and lose everybody. And that includes Ronnie, Kirby, all your their friends. That's too. a tough one. This is all a tough of them are one gone. for me. The lottery is $400 million. Yeah, and I found oh, my soul, and I and I found my soulmate. And then Ronnie and Kirby, and you're dead, going, I, you're dead broke. Hey, you can buy a new, You can buy a new wife and a new kid for $400 million. You want to know million. what your new soulmate's going to look <laughs> I'm like I'm with $400 million? Holy. I'm going soulmate. What a suck ass. <laughs> Jerk ass. I went back and forth on this. Please, soulmate moment. Do you know what your soulmate could be with $400 million in the bank? Anything you want. <laughs> you could get a robot, Ronnie. You could get another kid. They're all over orphanages. This is. Oh, yeah. Go get a reasonable replica of, of Kirby and name it Kirby. You got $4 million. Give the kid $20 million and say, look, your name's Kirby now. It, it ain't arguing. It's just happy not to be eating porridge with Annie. <laughs> so you, My soulmate, you soulmate is and you take, Jeff Bezos' ex-wife. Yeah, time it. You take, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're dead broke. Guess what? You're not getting it. <laughs> You, I don't you know. You take dead this, broke over, in your family? No, I'm leaning towards the lottery. So you get rid of both of them for the lottery. Are you doing that because I'm polling you and now you, do, no, you want to be it's, on my it's, good it's side? No, answering that question because you feel like, all right, you, you've you've experienced a little bit. That's What's age, your answer? At a younger age. Final I, answer. Um, you lose everybody in your life and you have $400 million or you have nothing and you get to keep Ronnie and Kirby. And by the way, I leave in both situations. <laughs> I ain't hanging out with your broke dick. You're just going to ask me for money all the time. I'll buy new friends with I'll get some million dollars. And better ones. Yes. I'm sticking with a soulmate. Oh, you make me sick. All Pussy. right, so that's an answer Brady's doing because he doesn't want you to judge him. But the truth of the matter is, and I know him, there's no possible way. Brady says $400 million, and he says no. Whatever. You, if, I, if there was a check for half a billion dollars on the table, and, said, and you said no, and they're like, all right, a- also give me everything you've got because now you're broke. You'd take that check and go, adios, amigos. And you'd fake your death or something and make it so they never knew. Liar. 
All right, how about this one? This one's a little different. Uh, have a job that you absolutely hate that pays you astronomical amount of money or a job you love that pays you very little. I mean, I'm going very little. Brett's answer. Yeah, that's obvious for <laughs> yeah, 13 years on overnights. Yeah. yeah, this is a tough one because I've always said if you love what you do, it's not work. Yeah. But I can't. I don't think I can love what I do unless I'm compensated well. Because that means what I'm doing is... Uh, but does that outweigh being absolutely miserable? Yeah, because I've been miserable because, and well-paid. Because work for... In, I mean, at least in the U.S. for a lot of the part, has become such a big part of life. Sure. It used to be, oh, you got to, you know, your well, relationships and it's... For everybody over, over 25. Okay. It's gone the other way yeah. with the younger people. And they're smarter because they don't work as hard. It is a huge chunk of your life. Yeah. And if you ask people, I mean, for me, I just, I'd rather be happy. Yeah. I firmly believe that one of the worst really insults... Really love that I'm, what I'm doing. One of the worst insults a man can hear is you're bad at your job. Yeah. Like you can say you're a bad dad, you're bad and would hurt you, but you're ba- you're terrible at your job, especially if you're a few years into it. You're like, oh my God, there's not a lot. Like I feel bad for all, like Woody from the old radio show. He's got to feel terrible because he was soundly rejected by an entire town. <laughs> That's got to make you feel like garbage. It's never happened to me. <laughs> Left with bagels. Suck it. I'm still on Woody. Uh, yeah, so, but I think if you love what you do, eventually the money follows. I think eventually your comfort level financially, at the very least, will be there. Like being broke and loving what you do, I don't think you're capable of being unpaid and loving what you do. That's called charity. And there's a, there's a, a stupid part of that equation, too, because I'm like, I love what I'm doing, man. Well, and you're not getting paid for it because yeah. you're not working. Yeah. This <laughs> a lot a- of people, it's an easier, they'd rather take the easier way out yeah. and not make money necessarily to... You know, if you, if you have a, it's ambition. That's what I'm saying. It's sure. A lot of times that will go out the window as long as, like, I just like what I'm doing. 60% of people said in the survey they'd rather be broke and in love for the first question. 56 said they'd rather have a job they love. So both of them answered correctly in the moral stand. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is that, uh, you know, uh, 40% said that they'd lose all their friends and take the lottery money, which I think is more accurate. Right, you would take a you would take a job that you didn't like because you took it. You worked a job for thirteen years. You probably didn't like that much. I liked what I did. I just didn't like the time slot. Right, and you know, having no life. So if somebody came along and said, "You want to do overnights again?" and it's uh, uh, you know half a million a year, oh well, uh, you do it again, <laughs> right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, half a million a year. Yeah. So mean, you start yeah. looking at like I mean, everybody's that's the thing. If you raise yeah. the price to the cruddy job, if you've got a job you absolutely hate. But they're paying you three million a year. You're tough. You're showing up, and it's like this, yeah. is, this sucks. Yeah. But I'm doing this because you're learning to deal with it, especially if it's the only place that'll pay you. Because yeah. I at the old zone station, they yep. were they were paying me too much money for what I was doing. Like I was overpaid for an afternoon guy by comparison to other afternoon guys. And this is 20 years ago, and I cried on my way to work because I hated it in there so bad. And I was driving to work once, and I'm like, the only thing I like doing is cracking the mic and having fun. The rest of this building is filled with morons. In hindsight, I look back and I go, it taught me how stupid everyone is in radio, especially the people in suits, and how this is my game. Like, I control this. Like, I mean, that this, hit you the hardest. Oh, it was brutal. After I had left, then you're like, it's it's all morons. No. Because it was, there's one it was, regular... Uh, <laughs> you were still there. 
You left. You left just after. <laughs> you left a month before. No, you were still there. That, well, I was. I was in tears. And that's what I'm saying. I was in you tears way before all you left. Morons now. Yeah. Well, we know you were there. It was like everybody here I, might be I stupid. Laughed. Yeah, and you left because you're like, I think I'm dealing with a bunch of idiots. It was not an easy place to work, but they were paying me, and I realized at that moment I'm getting paid a lot, and that's the only reason I'm here. And I walk. I, I walk away altogether. I mean, that person's just walking away. Yeah, making doing well, good money. Yeah. But then leaving it and finding a place that didn't have that, I made more. Worked out. Yeah, it, it worked out. So I think I think that that theory is some truth that if you actually love what you do, you'll find a slot. I was a, I was a square peg in a round hole over there, and they were trying to squeeze me in that thing, and the idiots didn't know what they had. Not me, the station. They didn't know what the station was, so they kept trying to jam me in it, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm, I don't know what you want me to do. But then, where it gets tougher, I guess, if you're really good at what you're doing, like me, go on. But you're not getting paid to that level. Yeah. And it's like, how much longer can you do that? And how about this one? Hundred thousand dollars in Bitcoin. You just get it. Hand you hand you hundred grand in Bitcoin, or uh, you get you make that hundred thousand, or uh, fifty thousand dollars to invest in a business that helps the environment. Why are you even thinking about this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hundred grand in your hand, take, or fifty thousand dollars to in invest. Like hundred grand in Bitcoin. Yeah, or fifty. And then I'm going to write a check to uh, yeah. global 70, warming for ten k. What about you? I'm taking, taking the, the money, Bitcoin. right? Yeah, get me screw the environment. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, cut a check to Gerda Thunberg <laughs> yeah. for five thousand dollars and move on with your life. Sixty nine percent said they'd do the fifty grand and help the planet. They're which lying. Mean, which is a poll that you're trying to answer the question properly, yeah. the way it's worded. Which, again, you're saying, you, I mean, my skepticism is how can that help the planet? Who's, well, what, who's yeah. putting that program together on well, See, that's because you want the money. If you start asking questions about, like, well, what exactly does this do? Yeah. You just want the Bitcoin. Just give it to charity. Yeah. Is this thing going to fail? Fifty grand inv- Now, the fifty grand investment on an environmental company could turn into way more than a hundred, but the Bitcoin can jump up into the millions. Or it can fail. Both of them could. Yeah. Right now, not bad uh, with the way the global warming, uh, if you're in the technology like that. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. That's great stuff. It's a great burgeoning super business because there's going to be so much money poured into it. You can't really lose. But Bitcoin's similar. Uh, But I don't want to have to deal with that whole save the planet thing. I'm not arrogant enough to believe that my individual activities uh, with an investment, especially with money, will save anything. I'm watching everybody drive around in their cars and go, oh, the climate, the climate, the climate. Your convenience will outweigh your beliefs on what this climate has every day. Every one of you. Oh, I'm a big one in the climate. <laughs> yep. If you were true about it, you'd, you'd ride your bike more. Wait till we have to get rid of all this uh, mega load of batteries. Yeah. Oh, uh, my God. The, oh, we're, the we're, platforms. We're a mess. But convenience will trump your uh, moral stand. 90% of the time. Uh, would you rather get a million dollars right now or 100000 for 10 years? I'll go right now. I'd, I'd do hundred k for 10 years. Would you? Brett? Take a million now. Invest. Why? Yeah, why would you do that? Your way. I'm with Brett. 
I can take that million and make it more. If now. it was Bobby Bonilla day and I was getting <laughs> deferred, then I would, yeah, I'd take the hundred yeah. grand. But if it's exact, I guess it's, it's either way. Tag. Well, I tell you this: seventy-one percent said they'd take a hundred grand a year because they're afraid they would spend it all. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I mean, exactly. Like yeah. investing, like if uh, uh, that's my thing. It's like if I, I, the intention would be to invest the money. I, I was looking at it this way: like the hundred grand would be try to cover the bills and invest what you're making, the other gravy, but gradually, right. rather than taking that million and say, "I'm going to put that into crypto." See, but you're an idiot then, because what you do is slow burn both. You, you got to diversify both. And I was if, looking. That's why I was. The answer of people saying, "I'd rather get a hundred grand a year, so I wouldn't spend it all." Why wouldn't you spend the hundred grand a year then? I'd if rather, a, if I'd a million rather, dollars, you're afraid you're going to yeah. spend because you got handed a million dollars. You'd spend a hundred thousand just as fast. And you're right because um, fast now that uh, I, I'm thinking of the lottery deal, whereas you know you get more over the twenty year yeah. deferred. But this is straight up. It's straight up. Million, I'm going million. straight up. Yeah. I changed my answer. What Brady is that? Flip flop. You're hard to pull. Yeah. You're that undecided guy. Yeah. All right. Every one of them, we've talked them out of it. <laughs> no. Brady, uh, would you blow me or not blow me? <laughs> what kind of tax? Uh, nothing. I'm just asking in, real quick. Is if it global do it. warming? I think I can talk him into this. This guy's a mushhead. <laughs> that last one. Would you rather go back in time and fix your biggest money mistake, or look into your future and find out how you did? He's yeah. going to change his mind anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's, not like, it's not like this is a permanent Doesn't answer. Matter. This one's written in pencil. <laughs> it's like his golf card. Well, you got a seven, but I'm going to write a five. Hmm. You okay? No. This one's no. hard, huh? Yeah. Brett, what do you think? Uh, back in time. I'll go back and fix the back in time. The money mistake, rather than to look to find out where he ended up. Yep. I'll, I'll go back and fix the, yeah. the money mistake. That's the way I'm, I'm leaning, uh-huh. because there's a part of me that, like, I don't really... I'm not concerned about the. Uh, I don't want to be hung up on the future. If you're saying, if you, but aren't you? If you go back in time, you're kind of hung up on the future by doing that. You're going back and and learning from a mistake. Aren't you trying to fix your future. This is easy. <laughs> I feel like a marathon. Ask it again. <laughs> Give me the credit. Man, the pollster would just leave. I'm tired of this guy. This is why the census guy's knocking on your door is your dream. You get three hours with a new friend. Uh, would you rather go back in time, Brady, and fix your biggest money mistake? Do you know what that is? Yeah. yeah. I what? Do. It would be an investment. Yeah. Yeah. You'd go back and buy Apple. That would be a good one. Yeah. I mean, that would be your biggest money mistake is what you didn't do. not some, Or uh, go back in time and say, this was a bad investment. I won't make this again. So it can't be go back in time and go get Starbucks. Right. It, it has to be like a something you spent money on that you get a redo. Yeah. Or would you look into the future and see how you did and then know that your future's set or not and then you can work harder to fix it or not? I'm going to the future, Jim. Let me, let me fix that for you. If you go to the future to see how flop. you did, 
This is where I'm going to flop them. Mm -hmm. If you go to the future and see how you did, you can't change that. That's your future. You're going to be in that spot that you see no matter what. Right? Otherwise, it wouldn't be your future. Right. So if you're if you're if part of your current is to go into the future to see how you did and it changes what you do, then you didn't see your future. The only logical thing you can do is go back and fix a mistake. Because seeing your future changes the time space continuum. Yeah. Yeah, it's like back to the future. Right. You can't go forward and have the same future you see if it means that you'll change to divert that future. I'm going to the future because my future is so bright. I got to wear sunglasses. <laughs> He's got to wear sunglasses. He's Tim Buck. <laughs> F you. I know who they are. You sure about that? No, my first uh, answer is going back and fixing. <laughs> there goes the flip flop again. <laughs> going back and fixing. Put it on a flip flop. Yeah. What would you fix? The future. Ah, oh, deep. Meta. Do you have one that you go back and fix? Uh, like if you had a chance to fix a mistake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But do you know which one? Like, can you? is there one in your mind? You're like, I would, I'd fix that. Oh, yeah. What is it? Yeah. Um, I'd fix the uh, uh, getting into the uh, restaurant side. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, poor cop. So would you do it again? Or would you it's just te- not no, do it? It's, it's more of you know what it would take to make it work. After, so you'd have to start over, it. though. Yeah, you have to start over. So you'd have to go you back in time you, you and think, relive from that moment on. It's basically learning from that process. I'm saying, right. if you dove back into it, um, and I'm so not you'd a, stay in the past and redo Porkopolis because that's a long term. In a way, yeah. Because in a way, I'd go back and but just I, not invest in a couple of things that I put money into that turned out to not be anything, or invest yeah. in stuff that. You, well, that's the, you if know. you if you were allowed to do that, that's yeah. easy. But yeah. to say like my mis- that's not my mistake. That's my. Uh, I overlooked something. My mistake would be I gave this guy uh, thousands of dollars and it didn't work out. You know, nobody's angry, but I would yeah. if I could have that money back, I'd take it back. That. Yeah. But you're saying Porkopolis, like now, knowing what I know now, I should go back and redo that. Instead of just saying now, now that I know what I know, I should start yeah. a new restaurant. Yeah. So you can fix your current. Because the real truth to that philosophically is the real question there in a philosopher's mind is if you could go back and fix your mistake and it has something to do with redoing something, do it again now. Because basically what you're saying, is, it's that old question is what would you do if you had a million dollars and you didn't need money? Right. And the first thing you say is the job you should take. But That's the, the big, job you should have. And the big learning lesson for me on that too was, and you would do that, if that were in fact, and I had a couple people run that question say, is that your passion? Right. And you if it is, it right. then go for it. Because that is that, and is that a, was the a, a big question for me on that. Would you want to continue it, keep right. it going? Is that your passion? Right. And it really wasn't. And it wasn't. Right. So that's why you don't want to do it again. Yeah. But you would go back to fix the money mistake and relive a non-passionate thing just so you didn't have the money error. Yeah. Which what you should do is just go back and not do it. Yeah. 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 Isn't that crazy? You start getting into that philosophy stuff. That's philosophy 101 when they yep. say, what's the one thing you could do? If you didn't need money, what would you do for work? And the thing you say is the thing you should do for a job. Is yours radio? Yours has to be. Yeah. And that's it where, is. I mean, again, I don't, know mine, saying, I don't know what mine is. <laughs> but that's where people are saying that's, uh, you know, we've become so focused on our passion has to be our work. It should be. It doesn't have to be. But it, but it, Because you could do your work and and. And say, all right, it, that's 
what this does. This maintains right. the life. But what is your, you know, your passion? You're talking could about be personal passions. But like yeah. the, 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 the fact is, though, that, uh, yeah, they're separate. But so, like you said earlier, so much of your life is your job, your identity, is your employment, right. your career. That if you're not passionate about it, it starts weighing on you as a human being that even if you're happy at home, if your job isn't your passion, you feel like you're wasting. You'll get to 50 and you'll be like, I wasted this. It's, and I, you know, you've probably heard this from other people, but when you, um, like just on traveling, maybe, I don't know when, you know, you went to Australia or whatever, but you go over to overseas and it's, the priorities seem a little different. Like they're not uh, so hung up on the career side of it. Yeah. Because these, I mean, these towns are, are different, sure. but they're, it's all about. They're miserable people. I'd never want to be them. It doesn't seem that way. In, in certain, I mean, there's certain areas, absolutely. I just say racist. That's just dumb. <laughs> I like a metropolitan character much more than that. But, like, it's wild. You go over there and there's someone that has a hotel and a, uh, an inn that they've had for six generations. The family just does that. Don't it's an awful life. Predetermined life. Uh, and then, of course, Vincent says, John, would you rather wear a butt plug to a child's music recital or eat diarrhea from a bowl at a 311 concert. Butt plug at the recital is easy. Kind That's of the both the same, isn't yes. it? I mean, no, one's great. <laughs> the other one is a 311 concert. I'd rather eat diarrhea than go to a 311 concert. That's for sure. Ooh, Ooh. no way. With coconut in it. Oh. Oh. I'd rather have somebody who's lactose intolerant just ate a bunch of Almond Joys unload into a five-gallon Home Depot bucket. And then uh, reach say, for your phone and get my phone out of it, <laughs> and then lick it clean before I go to a three eleven. <laughs> I hate three eleven. It's the coconut of music. <laughs> anyway, interesting though because all the because that last one it was fifty fifty. The split was fifty fifty. You were fifty fifty on all of them. <laughs> yeah, all of them. Hundred yeah. percent. That was the hardest polling. I ever. hate I, this game. I wouldn't even know how to walk away from your house. You were hundred percent on your fifty fifty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, well done. <laughs> And Brett's a great mathematician for even thinking. I think you and I lean the same way on all of them. And it went against the tide of the polling. Polls. <laughs> Idiots. So whenever you see on the news, uh, 30,000 people were polled and this was it. People care about the environment. To, uh, that's just a way to make it so their ta- your taxes go up. They can manipulate anything. Because when you phrase it that way, would you take a job that cares about the earth and the future of children or just $100,000? You're like, oh, I don't want to be a dick to this person. I don't know. Uh, do the job thing. Hypotheticals always change the game. Uh, it's nine twelve. I love that stuff. What <laughs> is your favorite color? Yeah, it's that. I love Ruben that. just wrote, uh, Brady should take the million up front. We all know he doesn't have 10 years left. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. another thing. Yeah. You'd have to get paperwork done. Like, who gets it after you pass? Does it stop at 300000 And plus, your, your view into the future, you're going to be like, I look great as an old man. Brady, it's 2022. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Not good. There you go. So, uh, don't believe polls. It's 98. Big, red, and badass. It's the natural way radio should be. 98. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.